When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. It was a beautiful bye weekend for the Ravens. Just about everything went right. And now they're heading into a tough but exciting five-game streak here to close out the regular season. Garrett and I are going to break down where the Ravens stand now, what they need to do to secure their postseason hopes, and uh, and just kind of what's going on with the team right now. So, Garrett, did, first of all, did you enjoy your bye weekend? I did. I did. At Christmas in New York. Ooh. Christmas time in New York was great. Oh, you went up there? Yeah, it was did fun. Did not know that. Yeah. Very fun. It was okay. great. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- this this from a on Sunday, like it doesn't get any better. Mm-hmm. And Monday, uh, yeah. when the Jags lose, like when you when you when you sit and you watch the games on bye weekend, like this is what you hope for. You yeah. hope that all the teams you want to lose lose, and that's exactly, almost exactly what happened. The Dolphins are the one team that didn't lose, but everybody right. else, right, lost. It was great. Steelers, Browns, Chiefs, and then the Jags on Monday Night Football. That was kind of the cherry on top. That was the cherry on top. So, so the Ravens' chances of winning the AFC North went from seventy three percent to eighty six percent. Over the weekend, their chances of getting the number one seed went from 15% to 29%. That's yeah. according to the New York Times playoff simulator, whatever the heck <laughs> they call it. Um, but got to feel good about where the Ravens sit right now. Two-game lead in the AFC North. I think that's that's the most important thing, yeah. right? You, 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 want the, you want the first round bye. That would be great. And let me just say a side note. Side note to fans <laughs> who have responded to me on Twitter and saying, like, I don't even want the number one seed. You know, we saw how that went in 2019. Like, get out of here with that. Yeah, that's that's just I think that's just nonsense. You will always take a free win in the playoffs and some extra rest. I understand the yeah. whole you get Cole, rust, blah, 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 blah. But when I look around the AFC field, like none of those first round games are gimmies yeah. in the wild card round. You know, okay, so you want you want the Browns coming in here? Right. You know, who already handed the Ravens a loss at home? And you want them coming in Flacco. here? With Joe, you want January Joe coming in here at right. MD Bank Stadium? Like, nah, give me a, give me an automatic win. Yeah. <laughs> you know, put me in the divisional round to start. Yeah. I, I just don't agree with that notion. I, th- I think it was Joe, actually, who said this uh, one time, and he was like, when when the Ravens ended up getting the bye, and he's like, man, all you have to do is win one game when you're in the AFC Championship. This is yeah. awesome. We should <laughs> yeah. do this more often, basically. Exactly. It was uh, it was when we beat the Texans at home that yeah. year in the divisional round, and he's like, wow, we're already in the AFC Championship. This, <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we should do this. So I'm, I'm, with, uh, I'm with Flacco and his mindset on that. I mean, I agree. I, 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 I do think that there is, like, I get the concern a little bit, <laughs> you know, but, like, 
I the concern is outweighed by the benefit of having the buy. Right. And I do think that the Ravens will have learned from that experience in 2019 if we get to that point. So I'll just also say this. It is nice to be sitting here as the calendar turns to December and be discussing, debating whether you want a first round buy. Right. I mean, that is it's a good, good place to be, to be for this team. Right. And, and like we said, first and foremost, it comes to winning the division. You, you want a home playoff game. First and foremost, yeah. and, and that, that's the first goal on the Ravens list when they write their goals for the year. Win division is the first one that you want to get to. And of course, the Super Bowl is, is ultimately uh, the goal, the bigger goal. By the way, on that, they, the Ravens now have a 14% chance of reaching the Super Bowl, according to the New York Times. Okay. That's the second best in the AFC. The Dolphins have 15% chance. It's the third best in the NFL. The 49ers have the best chance okay. of any team, according to their simulations. 49ers are even Super Bowl? Huh? That sounds familiar. Yeah, I've heard that story before. <laughs> I like the way that ended, too. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm Plus, isn't there, wasn't there that graphic? Somebody yes. broke down all the Super Bowl like logo the colors, graphics, the, the, the colors of them, right? And, and the colors have matched the two teams in there, and it's... This year, it's like it's purple and, and kind red. of the crimson red yeah. of the 49ers. And, it, and if you go back the last few years, like basically every matchup right. has been these teams with these colors. So it I is think written. It, it's, the script is written. The script is written. The script is written. Ravens 49ers. It has school. been decided. Book it. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think the, the division thing is I'm, a, I'm with you. Like, I, that is first and foremost the most important thing for this team and also I feel really good about where they're at they've got a two game lead and then you look around the division the Browns are you know, signed Flacco a week ago and now he looks like he's going to be the starter the rest of the way they haven't committed they haven't committed but like it's, he played pretty darn well he, he played pretty well outside of that one interception yeah and it was kind of a it, did you watch did you watch any yeah, of that yeah it kind of was I mean I a Weird to see Joe in a different uniform, yeah. specifically the Browns, but whatever. Rooting against him. Love Joe. We'll root for him. Any other team, but not for the Browns yeah. in the playoff chase. But he put, it, it was like a classic Joe performance. Yeah. Like pushing the ball down the field. Well, no, he had a lot. Of, he was checked down Joe kind of in his yeah. latter years here. Um, but he was pushing down the ball down the field for the Browns, making some great arms, great throws. It was just so funny seeing Browns fans like leading into that game being like, and I know it was kind of like tongue in cheek. They're yeah. like, he's going to bring us to the Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. Um, but like also like Browns players, coaches being like, man, this guy's arm is, yeah. is, he's got a great arm. It's beautiful. Watch him throw. It's like the same things that you've heard over the years from Ravens fans, you know, and that were a hundred percent true. Yeah. But then he just throws a bad pick late in the game. Just a bad pick. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was kind of classic Joe. And, and honestly, even his, his answer to why he threw that ball, he was like, yeah, I was going to give my guy a shot. I wanted to give my guy a shot. <laughs> like he's, Joe's got a gunslinger mentality and sometimes it works. Um, and sometimes it doesn't, and it didn't work on that interception, but I, I do think he looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, and so, I, so I think that my gut says that they're going to roll with Flacco the rest of the way. I would probably agree. And, but, but just going back like big picture view of the division. So you've got the Browns with Flacco as the quarterback. The Steelers now have Kenny Pickett who's injured. Yep. The Bengals are they're obviously without to, Joe Burrow. They're going to, the Steelers are turning to Mitch Trubisky. The, the, so they're going with Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. For, we don't know how long. Kenny Pickett's expected to be back by the time that the Ravens play the Steelers in the regular season finale, week 17. But who knows? Yep. He, could, he looks like, I mean, Kenny Pickett had surgery. Yep. Looks like he's going to miss multiple weeks. So, yeah. And I mean, basically, the Ravens have a two-game lead with five to play, and every other quarterback and every other team in the division is down a starting ba- quarterback. Bengals are three games behind, and Jake Browning just played pretty darn well, but yeah. still. Three games three games down with two to go, and the Ravens already beat him twice. Exactly. So, 
like the Ravens are in a really good position in the division. Nothing's finalized, and this is a tough stretch against the Ravens that they have for these the next five games. It's kind of crazy when it's all said and done. These last five games, these last five teams, they may all be playoff teams. Yeah, it is. That is kind of wild. The Rams are currently on the outside looking in, but they could end up making it. They're it, pushing. If, if they're riding a three game streak, I know we're going to talk about the Rams, but yeah. um, the Rams could end up being a playoff team just like the other four teams who the Ravens have to play the rest of the way. Yeah, so let's go through the Ravens' remaining schedule here, real quick. So, Rams this Sunday at MT Bank Stadium. And if you're looking at the challenges ahead, that's probably the smallest challenge, but like you said, or the, I don't, you'd never want to say easiest challenge, but yeah. um, whatever. Whatever word you want to insert there. Yeah. They're uh, the one team right now that is not in the playoffs. Correct. And so, but they're riding a three game winning streak. So it's Rams at MT Bank Stadium. Then the Ravens go to Jacksonville, which has been a house of horrors. Yeah. Sunday night football. Years. Sunday night football. They're leading the AFC South. Then the Ravens go out to San Francisco on Christmas Day to play the hottest team, arguably the best team in a lot of people's opinions, in the 49ers who just wax the Eagles. Uh-huh. Then you come back home to play the Miami Dolphins. And then you are back home again to finish this regular season against the Steelers. So. Tough slate for the Ravens. Really the hardest stretch in the league yeah. to close this thing out. And we're sitting here talking about if the Ravens do control their own destiny right now, if they win out, they win all five, they're the number one seed, first round by all that stuff. Yep. But you look at that schedule and you're like, ooh, you're really going to win out there. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Right? Don't, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's impossible by any stretch of the imagination. The Ravens can beat anybody in the league right now. Yeah. Anybody. But when you really kind of boil it down, okay, what's it going to take? Can you slip, have any slip anywhere in there and still get the top seed? I think yes. The answer is yes. So when you really boil it down, if you don't win out, I think you need to win four or five and one of those has to come against Miami. Yeah, you got to knock them back. You got to knock them back because obviously they're tied with the Ravens atop the AFC at nine and three right now. So you have to beat the Dolphins if you're going to get the number one seed. Most Almost, you don't have to. You this, don't that's have the thing to. Whenever you start playing with, out these with scenarios, high like, with high certainty, yeah. you have to beat the Dolphins, right? They could lose two or three games. You look at the Dolphins' schedule; they have to play the Cowboys still. They have to play the Bills and the Ravens, so they could conceivably lose three of those games. The other two games are against the Jets and the Titans. Probably not losing those games. Yeah, um, but they could lose three of those games. So, yeah. but most likely, you have to beat Miami as one of the four wins out of the five remaining games for the uh-huh. Ravens. You also probably have to either beat Jacksonville or have them lose one more game, right? They have at Browns, at Bucks, home versus Panthers, or win that at Titans. The Jags schedule remaining. They could lose against the Browns, especially if Trevor Lawrence is out. Christian Kirk, their leading receiver, is also now injured. Looks he's gonna have surgery. He might be out for the rest of the year or a chunk of time. Yep. Probably not gonna play against the Ravens. But could the Browns, you know, at home beat the Jags if Trevor Lawrence can't play? Right. Yeah. I think, I mean, they just lost to the Bengals. Yeah. Right? So the the Jags probably have to lose one more game if the Ravens are winning four out of five. And then the Chiefs have to lose one more game. Here's who the Chiefs have left. They are at home against Buffalo, at New England, uh, at home against Vegas, at home against the Bengals, and then at Chargers. So Buffalo is not an easy game for the Chiefs. Yeah. Just lost to the Packers. At Chargers isn't going to be a gimme. Bengals, who knows? You know, so... I think it's certainly conceivable. Like when I look at the path, yes, the Ravens' path is difficult. But these other teams, especially with now with Trevor Lawrence injured and whatnot, they don't have it's not a gimme for them either. Yeah. I think one like big picture benefit of this stretch, at least I'm I'm talking myself into this difficult stretch here that the mm-hmm. Ravens are gonna go on, is that 
the the playoffs are basically starting for the Ravens. Like they're yeah. playing. These are all, as I said, potentially playoff teams. They're going to start playing these playoff type games now. Yep. And so, like you know, when you get into the postseason, they will have already kind of been in that mode. And I think that could benefit this team. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I, th- I think that's probably the tenor this week. The Ravens, you know, you control your own fate. You went out number one seed. You get that buy. All that stuff. All those the carrot on the stick is there. Yeah. Right. And I think it is playoff mode. Let's in- let's engage. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I think that's a, a cool motivating factor. Like we're going to see, you know, we've debated it every single week. Are the Ravens, are they a legitimate Super Bowl team or that all that stuff? And I think it's an obvious yes, but we're about to find out just yeah. how good this team is exactly. And, uh, it's going to be a fun run for the Ravens for yeah. sure. Yeah, totally. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back, we're going to talk about some players who are going to be really critical for this team down the stretch. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You're listening to the Lounge Podcast, and we're coming to you from the SeatGeek studio. Also, we want to give a shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens. They've got a limited time offer running right now. You don't want to miss it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code FLOCK. If you're a new user, you can get a new customer deposit bonus up to $1,000. Again, the promo code is FLOCK at DraftKings. you got to be 21 or older to play and physically present in Maryland. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yep. Uh, so we are going to talk about key Ravens down the stretch, but before we get to that, let's talk about a player that there's been a lot of speculation about him becoming a Raven. Yes. And that's Zach Ertz, who asked for his release from the Arizona Cardinals and was granted it last week. Still remains unsigned. As soon as he was released the Ravens were pegged as one of the teams that could be interested in his services, obviously with Mark Andrews out. And, uh, you know, there's still a chance that Mark could return, but he's out indefinitely right now. We'll see. But it sounds like the Ravens are not going to go down that direction and sign Zach Ertz is what it sounds like. Head coach John Harbaugh said, uh, you know, anytime a great player's out there, you sure look at it. But I would say this about that right now. We like our tight ends. We really like our guys. He said, I think right now we'll just roll with those guys. Yeah. So definitely a vote of confidence with Isaiah Likely and Charlie Kohler uh, specifically. And I I think for good reason, you know, I, I, I thought that Zach Ertz would make a lot of sense in the fact that, you know, for a team that, is going to the playoffs most likely with the Ravens. You know, here's a guy who's been there, done that, right? Uh He's a veteran who's been in those big spots and made plays, all that stuff. Right. And Isaiah likely just hasn't, right. He's in his second year. He's a very young player. When you need that clutch catch, like does Lamar have that faith? Does he have that trust with Isaiah likely? Now he he doesn't have it with Zach Ertz. He's never played with him before, but as a team, he's a veteran who's done it. You as a team, as an organization, you, you would think you would have that trust, but clearly John Harbaugh's putting that trust in Isaiah Likely. And and I get that. Like Isaiah Likely is a young, exciting player. 
You know, I think that we saw he led the team with 40 receiving yards uh, against the Chargers, and you saw the run after catch ability from him. That does add a different dimension to this offense, and uh, I think I think that's exciting. Now he's going to have to step up and make those clutch catches, yeah, and, and prove himself in that regard. Um, but it sounds like the Ravens are committed to giving him that chance. Yeah. Also, I thought it was interesting that that Harbaugh kind of went out of his way to also say, "I'm not ruling out a, a mark return." Yep. Like he he made it clear. He made he, this guy eats, sleeps, breathes football. He's incredibly tough. He's doing everything he can to get back. Yep. And like. He, yes, there's a vote of confidence in Isaiah Likely and Charlie Kohler, but also there's this hope mm-hmm. that there could be a light at the end of the tunnel and Mark could be back at some point. Yep. And I, I just found it interesting the way he answered that question and made the point of saying, like, I'm not ruling out a Mark return. Yep. And so, like, when is that? I, I don't know. He's on injured reserve. So, like, all the reports were that it would have to be a deep playoff run. Mm-hmm. But. That's what we have plans to do. How deep are we talking about? Are we right. talking divisional? Are we talking no, championship? Yeah, it's like, like is it, would it only be the Super Bowl? Well, could it be the divisional? Right. Could it be the AFC? Right. What, what is the time frame there? Right. So if you have that, that return on the horizon potentially and you have confidence in your players, then it probably doesn't make sense to go and sign Ertz. I mean, Ertz to me sounds like it just feels like you would go back to Philly, you know, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it all kind of depends on what role he's looking for, right? I mean, Philly has Dallas Goddard. He's yeah. coming back to action soon. There, KC was mentioned as a team. They have Travis Kelsey, obviously. So, right. like, I don't know. Is, is Zach Ertz, is it a backup role? You know, he wants to play for a contender, he says. Is, is it kind of as a number two? Is that what he wants? I, I don't know. But yeah. it sounds like that's probably not going to happen uh, with the Ravens. So, speaking of... Key players down the stretch here. We identified a few guys, and I think Isaiah likely is at the top of that list. Yes. Seeing that he's going to be the dude. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, and you mentioned the run after catch. Like, we saw that against the Chargers. I, I like that ability from him. I think mm-hmm. that it kind of unlocks a little bit of a different element to this tight end passing game. Um, I just think with Isaiah, like, there's going to be more pressure on him and yep. more of an expectation. I've said before, I don't think that all of the replacement targets are going to go to him for Mark. I think it's going to be spread around this receiving core. But the Ravens are counting on him in a big way. And I, I think that like, what I want to see from him is I want to see the big catch on third and eight over the middle in the in the fourth quarter of a game, like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just the ones that we haven't seen yet. Yep. Uh, as a young player, and I think that like I, I would love to see him come up with some key catches for this team because the Ravens are going to need that from him. Yeah, and he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to be the same player Mark is. He's not going to be a body box you out physical yeah. guy. That's just not going to be his game. But you can still make clutch catches and he's going to have to make some contested catches. Um, y- you can still make those plays your own way. Yeah. Um, another player I think the Ravens are obviously going to lean on down the stretch here is Keaton Mitchell. Mm-hmm. He stepped into the really the lead running back role last week against the Chargers. Last week feels like forever. It does feel last. like forever ago. It's crazy. We had so many games in a row there and now yeah. it's, gosh, I miss watching the Ravens play football. Uh, you talk about the rookie wall, you know, Zay Flowers, he's played all a lot of snaps this season. He says, that's nah, hogwash. Well, Keaton Mitchell, you know, he's even got more spring in his step. He got yeah. a late start. Uh, he hasn't really been ridden in a game yet this year. I think that he's fresh, obviously fast, 
and the Ravens are going to ride him here. I think the Ravens want to get him more involved. They made that pretty clear by moving him into that lead role last last game. And I bet during the bye week, they talked about ways to get him mm-hmm. the ball more, find ways to feature him. I think he's going to have a really important role for this team down the stretch. I, I think that this offense, when he is... He brings the home run threat to the backfield. Yeah, I love Gus. I love Gus in short yardage situations. And if you need somebody to to ice the game in the fourth quarter, like Gus is the guy. Well, I, I like him beyond that. I mean, he's just a reliable, hard runner. Like the, when you talk about the physicality of the Ravens' offense, Gus Edwards is at the top of that list. Yes, one of those guys, right? And like so. I think that they're still going to... And I thought Justice Hill ran the ball well. Like I just really like this trio of Ravens running backs and how they complement each other. And Keaton doesn't take anything away from the other guys. They're all important. Now, Gus, Gus had a... Five carries, you know, against the Chargers. So it was dramatically less for him in terms of carries. But I don't know that that's... He's going to have games where he's going to have more than that. I think that's dependent on game situation, opponent, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and Keaton, like, as, as he's shown at times this year... He doesn't necessarily need a ton of carries to make a big impact. Like totally. all, if he gets one, if he sees a seam, he can take it to the house as he's done. Yep. And so you don't, I, I just think the Ravens are going to find ways to get him the ball. I bet these, these offensive coaches like Todd Munkin and his staff, when they went through the self scouting process, I bet that was definitely a topic of conversation. In yeah, those I would meetings. agree with that. Another player coming back from injuries, missed the past few games, Marlon Humphrey. Yeah. I mean, you talk about, getting a a boost in the secondary one of your you know arguably your best player in the secondary Marlon Humphrey your number one cornerback coming back he's had two games now to get right from the calf injury it seems like John Harbaugh said there's a lot of optimism regarding his return as well as Justin Matabike who is in the concussion protocol at the end of that Chargers game getting Marlon back would be that's that's the gravy on top right yeah. now for a secondary that's playing really well. It's been a, a disappointing season for Marlon because he had the foot injury in training yep. camp that put him on the shelf to start the year. Then he comes back, kind of getting back to being acclimated again, you know, starting to play better at the end. And then all of a sudden he gets the calf injury and then he's on the shelf again. And so I think that like having him back in the lineup is a difference maker for this defense. Like the secondary is held up well in his absence in large part because of how well Brandon Stevens and Ronald Darby have played. But um, well, and Kyle Hamilton and Kyle Hamilton too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good players in the secondary. Yeah. That's and that's why they held up well. But like, if you all of a sudden can inject a Pro Bowl level player to your defense in December, who has missed a good portion of the season, it's a big deal. That is a big deal. Yeah. And it, I kind of put it in a similar. It's it's somewhat similar to Marcus Williams, who also is one of the guys on this list here. Yep. And Marcus is dealing with a pec injury, and you know we all saw. As he came back, which I give him credit for gutting it out and trying to play through it. But mm-hmm. when he first came back, he was not himself. He's trying to tackle guys with one arm. Yeah. And like that's that's, that's not that's the way you want to play do. football. You try and tackle Derrick Henry with one arm is not great. Yeah, that's not a good recipe. <laughs> but John Harbaugh said all along like he's gonna get better, he's gonna get more comfortable with the brace, and we're seeing that. And he's right, yeah. It's it seems like he definitely seemed like a different player against the Chargers. Uh and, and that's a big deal. I mean, this is a guy the Ravens gave a big contract to previous previous offseason and he's a difference maker on the back end you talk about you know just striking fear in quarterbacks of throwing deep and all that stuff like when you're especially you're going to play a Dolphins team Tyreek Hill that loves going deep like give me the ball hawk Marcus Williams on the back end there along with Gino uh, along with Kyle Hamilton like I I think especially when you look at the schedule upcoming and the offensive weapons that the 49ers have and all that stuff having Marcus Williams out there makes a big difference I thought that Chris Hewitt the secondary coach made a good point on that regard um 
last week when he talked with reporters. And he basically said, when 32's out there, quarterbacks think twice about throwing in his direction. He covers yeah, so much ground. Right. He covers so much ground on that back end, which that doesn't change based on the peck injury. He always could cover that ground. But now as he's healthy, he's able to tackle better. I think that he's... So it's like you look at this defense, which has been one of the best in the league, and now you're getting back a Pro Bowl-level corner and a... One of the best safeties when he's healthy in the league. Right. Who's now returning to form. Right. That... I mean, I think this defense could finish the year number one, and when you add those pieces back into the mix, there's a pretty good rationale that that's going to happen. Yep. And then the the last player we have on this list is Ronnie Stanley. I think uh-huh. that's a key win to watch down the stretch. Coming off a tough game uh, against the Chargers, and Khalil Mack had a big part in that. Khalil Mack's a pretty darn good player. Uh, but, you know, Ronnie did not hold up on his the blind side as well as he needs to and as well as he expects to for the kind of player that he is. And getting a higher level of play from him down the stretch is important for this offense, especially when you look at the injuries going on at quarterback around the league and in the division. The last thing the Ravens could afford is a Lamar Jackson. Something yeah. happens to Lamar. Yeah. Knock on the wood in football. Right. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, he needs to play at a high level. So the Ravens avoid that. And and I think that he will. You know, one thing that I went back and looked at was when he came back from his first knee injury this year. First game back was against the Steelers and Alex Highsmith had a day. Uh-huh. It was a tough, tough day for, for uh, Ronnie. You know, you can't, even when a guy comes back from injury, to expect them, especially when you're going against one of the best pass rushers in the league, in Khalil Mack, to have a great game. Like it, There is a reacclimation. I think mm-hmm. that you just can't have too high expectations. Like, he's back on the field. Okay, he's, he's 100%. It doesn't really work that way. And, and I think that as Ronnie got healthier, you saw the, the pro football fo- focus grades for him You know, after the first knee injury got better and better and better. He played at a higher level. And I th- expect that's what's going to happen again for him, Is as, especially now coming off the bye, getting some extra rest. I think he will, he will play better and better. It's just it's hard. The first game back from an injury is tough. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's injured that knee twice this year. Right. And he's playing through it. He's got the brace on, and he's, tr- he's playing through it out there. But he wasn't himself. I think yeah. that he will get better. And I think that the bye week was huge for him. I think that like of, of anybody on this team, he probably benefited from that bye week maybe more than anybody. Yep. And the Ravens need him to play at a high level. He's he's one of the top players on this team, one of the highest paid players. He's an anchor of this team. And I think that the Ravens are going to count on him down the stretch. And I think that I think that Ronnie's going to play better. I think that he's going to be get back to the way the type of football he's used to playing and um i ha- i have high hopes for him for the rest of the season yep absolutely you look at the edge rushers coming up bosa yeah some of these guys uh josh allen th- there's some there's some good players down the stretch so uh now you look at the next thing on the schedule for the ravens the rams coming in like we said winners of three straight following their bye. they had l- lost three straight before the bye. this is a good team the Ravens know they cannot sleep on on Sean McVay and, and what the Rams bring to town. So it's going to be a great game at MT Bank Stadium this Sunday. Make sure you're there. Yeah, get there. It's going to be it's going to be fun. I think I saw the weather reports already looking good. It's looking oh, warm. The, the advanced the advanced the, weather reports. The advanced okay. Joby Walt. I, I yeah. opened my email <laughs> over down there at the stadium. He emails the whole company uh-huh. every day, uh-huh. letting us know what the report is. Yep. So I'm I'm up to speed. So you checked it out, and it's looking good for Sunday, which is great. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> no, I. Uh, you can get tickets on SeatGeek or BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. And this is a, like, it is interesting because I think a lot of people kind of overlook this game a little bit because it's coming off the bye and it's right before these other four games yep. that are really tough. 
And so it's kind of like, ah, you know, the Rams one's just kind of sandwiched in there. But like when they were kind of a rebuilding team this year, like they're yeah. a pretty young team. Yep. You look at their roster. There's they got some they have some superstars. They have Mathers, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald. Yeah. Pretty three made mega superstars. But now Puka Nakua, the rookie wide receivers had a great year. They have a lot of young players that are playing pretty darn well. Yeah. And and they're well coached. Obviously, Sean yep. McVay is one of the best coaches. And Matthew Stafford is playing at a high level. Like yep. this is somebody who's dealt with some injuries uh, this year. And it looked like, is he going to go on IR? Like, you know, but he's playing at a high level. Yep. Like when he's, when they've come back from that bye, Stafford's playing really well. And so I think this is going to be another big test for this, this secondary and this defense. Like we spent all this time talking about Marcus Williams and Marlon Humphrey. Well, they're going to get put to, put to work, you know, mm-hmm. going up against Cooper Cup and uh, that passing game that the Rams have. Yeah, totally. So uh, we'll be back later this week. We're trying to get Keaton Mitchell. Yep. on the pod that's a little teaser for you all out there thanks for listening make sure you're subscribed leave us a rating or review and check out Ravens Press Pass where you'll find all the Wednesday press conferences with head coach John Harbaugh and key players thanks for listening we'll be back later this week getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.